0: Not dead yet, baby. Not dead yet. No, just knocked in a couple last uh, last inning. Josh Naylor. Josh Naylor, I think, is the only player, at least the only position player, not playing at their floor right now. Yeah, that's yeah, probably right. I've been I've been listening to the Selby as Godcast with Zach Meisel and TJ Zuppi. Yeah, a great, great it baseball is podcast. Really fucking good. It's I'm so good. So sad that it took me this long to find it. But um, that was something that Miles brought up. He said, I, I think just about every player, if you were to think of before the season started, what the player's floor and ceiling is, nobody's playing at their ceiling except for maybe Angel Dos Santos and Eli Morgan. Yeah. And as far as ceiling goes, or as far as floor goes, just about everybody is, is at their floor. Even, I mean, Jose, batting average wise, is. At the lower end of what you think he should be doing, especially when they outlaw the shift. But there's no pop. There's no pop. It's he's crazy. on pace for like 13 home runs. It's wild. No, man. Rather, 18 to 20, actually. I think he's got six. Still, that's. He's hitting like 160 right handed. I don't. So I want to get on
1: here. I was really hoping by the time we got to record tonight. The Guardians would have taken the first two against the Orioles. Still, still up in the air, I guess. Sort of. Sort of. Yeah. They, they just got out of
0: it. Bases loaded, no outs. The Henches got out of it.
1: And I wanted to start the whole, they're back. Thank God the Central sucks. Go buy the t-shirts, by the way. That's going to be the theme all year. That's not going away. Yeah, not, I don't think they're running away with this thing. So. No, 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 no. Not, like, not like anybody happening. else is either. So. But it's
0: still you know, like a three and a half to four game deficit that they're in. And I understand they're in third, but... The Detroit ace that Rodriguez has been killing it. He just went to the 15 day DL.
1: And honestly, are you as bad as they've been? And we've, we've, I've Mm -hmm. beat them up a little bit on here and you're Mm -hmm. starting to beat them up a little bit through text messages. Some guys, some some
0: guys, yeah. It's still,
1: I'm not that, I'm still not overly worried because the Central is just so bad. It's so bad.
0: The lack of run production and the lack of overall offensive production from some really key players is concerned. Like, Andres Jimenez, I, I texted you. Andres Jimenez is an issue right now. Yeah, he is. He is an absolute issue. And we should be on a at least four-game winning streak because Saturday night, you get Jose Ramirez. He hits a single. There's a, a throwing error. He gets the second. And then there's a, a either a wild or pass ball. Um, he gets the third. There's no outs. And not one fucking player can lift that ball into the outfield to get him in, we would have won the game. It is kind of crazy to think about, especially that name. That guy should be able to do that. Absolutely. He just got fucking paid, and I understand that he was a big regression candidate. But big regression candidate for Andre Jimenez probably should have been somewhere around two, hitting 260 and maybe 12 to 15 home runs this
1: year. Yeah. Yep.
0: This is brutal, man. We We were talking about run production, just kind of looking at, at what these guys, and I told you before the podcast, Andre Semeniz is on pace to hit about 40 RBIs this year.
1: That's fucking brutal. Especially when you pay a guy like that and you make him a cornerstone of your... By the way, Poundtown Podcast. Poundtown
0: Podcast. <laughs> Will
1: Birds, Brian Kenny. Um, we're going to be joined by Nick Ellis, who actually is a stand-up comedian in Denver. Helps us run the Barstool Cleveland accounts. He's from Cleveland. He's in town visiting for the holidays. He's going to jump on with us here in a little bit. we got plenty of other stuff to talk about. We're going to talk about uh, D-Hot, possibly to the Browns. There's a whole bunch of connections there now, even though I thought that was kind of not a, not, not a thing at all.
0: Yeah, um, but I still it's so kind of think it's not.
1: It's probably not, but there's a lot more to it than I thought there was before today. I know, I didn't hear all the connections. We'll get to some of that stuff. Yep. Um NBA finals, crazy crazy conference finals. Yeah. All co- I mean, I we we'll, we'll get to that as well. I I haven't talked to you since I went to EDC. I know. We got we got to talk about that a little I don't bit. know anything about that. Some Memorial Day weekend stuff and then uh, Brian's got a Reddit story he's going to give to Nick and I we will obviously react to that, my favorite thing of the week. But Straight back, and by the way, shout out to Live Mixtapes, the farm here in uh, downtown Cleveland, which was jumping all weekend long. Shout out to everybody down here celebrating their Memorial Day weekend at the farm. Great crowd. Shout out to PJ. Happy, 21st birthday, Happy buddy. twenty first birthday. Happy twenty first birthday. I didn't know he was twenty one. I know it's wild, right? Yeah, he's a young boy. The baby boy was turned yeah, twenty one this weekend. I thought he just looked young. Yeah, no, he is that young. He's I'm a young. A, he's a young boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's good. He's a good egg. I like, I like yeah. PJ a lot. Great kid. Um, but yeah, the. Uh, I didn't want to put too much stock into those two wins in a row, the three of four, that nice win over the Orioles last game, because almost ex- exclusively of what you were just talking about and that situational hitting that they couldn't execute, That that is the team they are. They're supposed to be a small ball team. That's supposed to be their wheelhouse.
0: Dude, Jimenez, two outs late in games, was the fucking guy last year. Yeah. He was so clutch. He was among our clutches hitter, him and Josh Naylor. Naylor's kept it up. Josh Naylor is you know probably on pace for... 90 to 100 RBI, somewhere around there. Probably a 20 to 25 home run guy, unless he, you know, he seems to beat himself up quite a bit physically. Um, I doubt he'll be, you know, lighting the world on fire with his batting average. But fine, you don't need that if you've got... He's the only guy supplying pop. But, oh, all right. said Well, something-something. Andre's already on. Two on, no outs. Okay. So... Josh Bell, he's fucking murdering the team. The guy in front of us at the end of the game on Sunday, uh, he's going, why would they not walk Jose, which would have loaded the bases with two outs and put the winning run in scoring position. And it's like, my dad's going, you never do that. He's an old school baseball guy. You never do that. You never put the, the winning run in scoring position. I'm Less like that guy on deck is uh, Yeah, it's Josh <laughs> Bell on deck though. Win. I kind of think that that's the way to go. <laughs> I, I really agree. I kind of do. <laughs>
1: that's, that's fucking sad, man. Yeah. This
0: fucking guy, he is, he's a poor man's Carlos Santana. Yeah. That's all he's become yep. a really poor man's Carlos Santana. What the fuck is this? He, you know,
1: and there's some people doing their victory laps on Twitter. Ah, oh, they knew he was gonna be this bad. No one knew he was gonna be nobody. This bad.
0: We all loved the signing. This is insane. It was. We, we all wanted him or Abreu, and Abreu's been garbage too. Please tell me who else you wanted. Sean Murphy's the only person that like. It's like okay, we all wanted him. Yeah, or er, most people did. I I didn't love what you had to give up. I bet you Espino wouldn't have even cleared waivers. You probably would have had to have given up Gavin Williams. And now look what this team is is treading water on is really talented young, young pitching. And if you could figure out this lineup, then we've got what it takes to go far with, if these young pitchers keep developing. Because Tanner Bybee is a fucking gamer. Logan Allen is a fucking gamer. Who do you think is better out of those two? Bybee.
1: It long-term or right now, both? Because I think Logan Allen looks more electric right now. He looks like he could shut down an offense, but I think long-term, mm-hmm. Bybee's like that guy. He could be an ace. That, he's got that type of shit, I think.
0: I agree. I mean, it, it's close right now. Overall, I think in the long run it'll be Bybee. Um, people showed some some different videos of of what his curveball mechanics look like versus his everything else, and it seems like he really slows down the delivery. But maybe the batters just can't pick up on that. I don't know. I can't really pick up on that shit myself. Like I don't, I yeah. don't have that kind of eye.
1: Only time I ever see it is when like Pitching Ninja overlays them, and then you can yeah. see the difference. Which are
0: awesome videos, but you know, I, yeah,
1: they just move someone over. I couldn't see what happened there.
0: I missed it too. Well it looks like one out, so they just they got Andres to third.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I'm still not in full blown panic mode. The it is it is kind of sad to just keep saying, Well, the division sucks, so we're gonna be in it, but that's just the reality of the fucking situation, man.
0: Yeah, we're we're afforded a good amount of time. Yes. They have
1: you have a ton of margin for error. <laughs> a ton of it.
0: Three and a half to four games, they can make that up in a really, really good weekend. It's possible. So all that matters is getting hot at the right time. So just fucking figure your shit out, guys. I, I you know, again, I've said it. I want for to see Jose Ramirez with a, a season of hitting 280 with with 35 home runs. Like I want that for him. I want that for his legacy. But if we don't get that, we just get this super fucking hot streak at the end of the year where he knocks ten out in in August. Like okay, if that puts us in first place and and we roll into September hot, we roll into October hot. It's anybody's game at that point.
1: Think about how miserable this fan base is gonna be if they, they just muddle along all the way to the end of the season and then they just get red hot those last couple weeks. Obviously everybody will be safe. double, double play ball. Oh Come on, dude. That shit's been killing them all year, too. They just they roll over and it double plays left and right. But imagine if that's how this is going to play out the rest of the season. I would hate, I mean obviously I'd love it. Right. You're making the playoffs, I'll take it. However you gotta get there, that is a brutal way to spend your summer. Just like floating three to half games below first place, never playing really good baseball, and then getting hot right at the end of the season. It's the recipe to going far, but man, does that make for a brutal summer.
0: It does. It, it, like, you know, everybody wants to just, with the ring culture. You know, I don't like the ring culture, yeah. but especially with this team. Like, I, I grew up being raised by a man who's been there the entire time being a fan. And this city somehow just omits that there was a 40 year playoff drought. Yeah. 40 fucking years is a bananas, absurd amount of time. And all anybody's wanted to talk about was the Browns playoff drought for so long. But up until 95, they went 40 goddamn years. They were just horrible for decades. And, you know, just seeing how happy it makes my father now, being somebody who watches like every single night, I would rather see consistent good baseball and consistent wins throughout the season. People are screaming for Tito's head. We've become fucking Steelers fans. Yeah. He's had wild. one season below five hundred. Well, let's just be realistic here. It, there
1: are things you can certainly nitpick Tito not Frank. Perfect, absolutely. But for and, and and I would say that he's you've I've seen you've seen slight slippage year over year, but it's not enough for anybody who's gonna fire him. And even if it was, they're not fucking firing him. It's never happening. They are never they will let that man walk out with dignity, even if they this offseason were like, We gotta do something, they would go talk to him and be like what do we do here? And Tito would still make that final call and be like, I'm staying. And they'd be like, all right, well, then you're staying.
0: Good. That's how it should yeah. be. And I don't know if I completely agree with the slippage year over year. Last year was phenomenal.
1: Yes. I think there's in-game management stuff. There's, But then, you know, right now the roster management doesn't look great, but it worked out last year throughout the, the long run. You know what I mean? And that was the big knock on him was that they he wouldn't play the young guys. He wouldn't trust the young guys. And he did it all last year, and they made the playoffs. So, you know, I don't know. And made the
0: run. They're still a very young team. Like at, at the end of the day, he is playing the young guys. He just is not playing the really young guys. Yeah. And the grass is always greener. I think Guardians Twitter has become my least favorite community in the world.
1: Oh, it's yeah. been that way for a while, dude. It's terrible.
0: Everything's on fire constantly. Yeah. Everything yeah. is on fire. Make make giant sweeping drastic changes at all times due to everything. Like I can't. I and I can't stop watching, and I just hate it.
1: You know? Do you know what the problem with Guardians Twitter is? It's the same the thing that Browns. Yeah, exactly. It's the same thing that Brownsler does, but in the NFL, it's, it's validated, right? Being reactionary is because it's 16 games, things swing so quickly, and yeah, it's still too much at times. But in, for Guardians Twitter, they react to every game like it's the, the, win, the win or the loss on the season. It's going to completely swing how things are going to go. That's like reacting every time the temperature goes up one degree in your house. Like freaking the fuck out, saying it's too hot. Opening with like, you sometimes you just got to let
0: the at, law of averages play out for a little while. I feel like Browns Twitter is far more positive. I feel like there's a lot more positive people about the Browns and just constant like people are getting excited, like Elijah Moore. People get so fucking yeah. jacked for Elijah Moore. Was well, he is just that fucking,
1: excited, or is it just being completely delusional?
0: Because I feel like I think at the orders there's a delusional. lot more delusion yeah, in yeah, a positive yeah. sense. <laughs> But, like, the sky is always falling for for Guardians Twitter when this team has had one losing season since Tito came here in 2013. This has been the most consistent organization in Cleveland. That was ugly. By far. He misplayed the shit out of that, right? Uh, By the
1: way, he's had a couple tonight doing that. By the way, um, June 11th, our next. So, now that we just shit on the Guardians for this time, come join us for a baseball game with them, shall we? <laughs> and it is going to be fun. doesn't matter if the game's good or not. because uh, we It was gonna, a great time. We uh, had a real fun, weird time last time yeah, we did it was this. It <laughs> Who knows what stand-up comedian could possibly join us, and show? who knows what they're going to show you off their phone, yeah. that's for
0: sure. Yeah. We saw bats. some famous dicks.
1: Yeah. Uh, June 11th, it's gonna be the next Sunday game, uh, Sunday Funday game at home. We'll be at the Thirsty Parrots starting at 11, 1130. Just get down there early. That was terrible. Yes. And uh, it's going to be a great time. We we I think we have a real big group of people coming. The the four guys. Remember the guy who won the Cavs tickets, and I never could get him the Cavs tickets because the guy yeah. like ghosted me. Well, I finally was just like, "Fuck it, dude! I'm buying you Guardians tickets. Bring your buddies up." So they're going to stay Saturday night. I think they're going to stay on Sunday and go to the game. too. Okay, sweet. So uh, we I mean we got we think we got a real good crew going on that Sunday funday. It should be a lot of fun. Another little piece of news and notes. If you're listening to this and you got a ticket, I think you should already have been contacted by the Akron Redux. Ducks. We had to postpone. Our ESPN, our, whatever the fuck it is, our Barstool Cleveland night. Did they contact people about that? Supposedly, they were. Is this were, even technically something on their schedule? It was at one point, that's for sure, because it was on the website, and people went, I know people who bought tickets, so. Yeah. Uh, because there was people from the, whatever, we'll get, we don't need to get into it, but uh, we had to postpone that, so hopefully we'll be able to make that up a little bit later on of the year. But for now, it is, I know the team is, I don't think it's as dire straits attendance-wise as it's been in years past, because the new ownership, the infusion of cash, the new ownership on the horizon—I think all those things have, you know, alleviated some of the pressure. But imagine if that wasn't the case, and and they had gone out and spent the money on the extensions right, and Josh Bell and Zanino. I feel like you'd be we'd be getting damn close to a mini fire sale, which they would never do a full out fire sale because they don't do that. No, but we have seen them peel off major pieces of the organization to try to maintain the level of play. And then build for the future. I don't feel like they're in that spot yet this year. And that that is the one positive I can take out of where they're at.
0: I mean, when's the last time they did a full-blown down-to-the-studs rebuild and not some sort of pretty well-executed reload on the fly?
1: Yeah. It seems uh, like
0: that's more their style, which is like, okay, we've got these pieces. I think there's, there's four pieces that they should be looking to move. They probably will only be able to move one. I hope they pull the trigger on Bieber. I hope they find uh, like an actual serviceable, hopefully outfielder with with pop that can play now. That will be awesome, um, and not just you know people we're going to see in three four years. But I mean,
1: the, what's the outfielder's name? Uh, uh, Santander, right? That's a name that keeps popping up. Uh-huh. Like, I just don't, I don't know how that makes sense for them, but whatever. I would do that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. obviously you want a lot more than that, but if you're able to get a piece like that back, you play him. He's playing every day. You know what I mean? That guy's going and he's playing him instantly.
0: I think you have to move Shane Bieber. I, if you can move Rosario because his contract expires at the end of the year and we have so much talent at the middle infield, I'm for it, but I don't think you'd get much.
1: I, I don't think you do either. I don't
0: think you. And if you shit, if you, somebody's going to fucking buy Josh Bell, move that shit. Move that but shit but now.
1: Who, who would? Why would you?
0: Oh, there he is. Somebody, some team desperate to think that they can make a difference.
1: Come have a seat, brother. I doing, man. How are, how are you? you? Nice to meet you. Yeah, great to meet you in person, man. Finally, we've, we've been cyber buddies. Nick Ellis joining the
0: podcast here. Let's make sure
1: that's high enough for you. You're a tall drink of water, there, fella. I am. Hold on a
2: second. On.
0: And then finally, if anybody would take oh, a flyer okay. out on Karen, Check, I'd do that there too.
2: All right. How you? Uh, what's up, Nick? How are you, buddy? Dude, I'm good. We uh, we made this happen. We did. Finally, yeah. we I love this for was us. I was very doubtful.
1: <laughs> hey, but you, you know what? You you put the initiative forward and said, fuck it, I'll show up at dark and to an empty bar. Yeah. Well, well we, it's, could be, we could rape you right now. You don't even know. We that really could, be, could. We, That's we, our we, we could.
2: I, yeah, I don't know. Point. I've had worse
1: experiences probably. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you
2: guys aren't the worst to look at. So. <laughs> yeah, he's not bad. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so what he's saying is it, it couldn't be rape. He wants it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it would be consensual sex.
2: Ah, uh, that's the way I wanted to start this podcast out. This is great. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, so Nick uh, is from Cleveland. Originally, you live in, uh, in in Denver. You do stand-up comedy. Yes. Um, you were uh, one of the, you, at the beginning or one of the starters of the uh, Water Coolest as well, right? Yes. Which is our financial podcast, The Barstool. Um, you've you've been around the black dude a bunch of shit for a long time. You wrote, wrote a, wrote a, wrote a bro, bro Bible, right? Like, easy for me to say.
2: Yeah, yeah. I uh, blogged with Bro Bible, blogged with Postgrad Problems, which they were part of Grand X Media, the Total Frat Move uh co-founded the water coolest with tyler who's now you know writing every day for you guys you guys bought us in 2021 i think and uh yeah and working with you now with uh barstool cleveland so
1: what uh what brings you to town here by the way
2: Family shit. Uh, a wedding down in columbus and then my mom just retired and my dad's birthday is next week so everything kind of coincided in one yeah where are you from uh brunswick and parma
1: oh okay oh, nice. lived so, 12 years in each okay so you got a little a little bit classy a little bit trashy i like
2: that yeah i grew up in parma
0: i mean i went wh- which part did you live in brunswick was is that was no. it parma first then brunswick or? yeah it was
2: parma first then brunswick okay
0: brunswick has, has improved significantly yeah. but it was bruns for a long fucking it time. it was
2: yeah we heard that once we moved there because yeah. i was in middle school when we moved there i grew up originally in parma for 12 years so you know I what that's where, that's, where, that's oh, where I get my uh, street cred yes. that you can clearly see that I have. <laughs> <Yeah. Like. laughs> it's either pierog-
1: pierogies or shivs. The yeah. yeah. <laughs> Part of the latkes or the pierogies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, no, dude, it's, it's dope to have you out. We were just st- kind of bitching about the Guardians, but also kind of waxing poetic about how, I don't know, man, the Central's so bad, it's like this could be a really rough summer to watch, and they could be a three- Three hot weeks at the very end away from taking the division and being hot, red hot going to the playoffs.
2: I mean, some could say, thank God the Central, AL Central sucks. Exactly.
1: You could say, could that, say that. You could also <laughs> buy a T-shirt of that. Just go yeah. to the Barstool Sports store out of the Cleveland. And <laughs> you God could the say it sucks. or you could wear it. Yeah, which yeah. is way better to wear it. Yeah, for sure. yeah.
0: especially because you know it's going to piss off the Guardians
1: folks when you go to wear it to the game. So. Well,
0: they,
1: they should be better. A, they should be better.
0: Better than the battle going on between they're still the Indians. I won't call them anything else in the Guardians, yeah. people. Well, yeah, which I, think I haven't that's something that could galvanize people is that shirt, actually.
1: I haven't, um, I haven't heard that
0: much of that this year. Heard a bunch this year. Yeah, yeah, I, I to feel like I've heard that
1: weekend. since yeah, I've been home. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. They kept, what, five of the eight letters? Yeah. It's basically the same. That's, <laughs> they, I can feel you that's as close as you could get it. it. Call
0: them what they are, you <laughs> goddamn assholes.
1: <laughs> You're a lot. Of, it's funny. I hadn't. Maybe I just don't pay attention enough. But I don't hear as much as I heard last year for sure. I heard a
0: bunch of it, and then at just at the I went to see Guardians of the Galaxy three at the mall. Indians of the Indians Galaxies. of the Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> goddamn it! <laughs> <laughs> you know, for some reason my dumb brain didn't put that together. <laughs> that was the first just, thing like, I thought of when you finished the name. But I'm watching the game on my phone as we're walking around afterwards, and they're like, "Are you watching the Indians game?" I'm like, I'm watching the Guardians game. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I don't mean to do this, like, you know, correct people, but I do feel strongly like last year they earned to be called whatever they fucking want to be. I, I that's that's that. not bad. Yeah, I yeah that's not so, bad. I, you know Politically, I think everybody can fuck off, <laughs> both sides. But, um,. Like I, I'm, stay, I'm at the fucking jeweler as Sarah's getting a ring cleaned, and the lady behind the desk is like, "I'm always calling them the Indians." I'm like, "Thank you for telling me that. I appreciate." Thank you. That. I was asking. I, I can't I'm wearing far. my Parma Redman's t-shirt, so yeah. They're not. Are they still the
2: Redmans? They, they kept it because really? they, they were like, "We did a study, and the study was, we don't want to."
1: And <laughs> all the, and all I, the red I, people I'm, around here are cool that actually and, <laughs> and I'm sure, like the
2: all the Indians people were
1: like why didn't we think of that? <laughs> we should have thought of that. We should have just fudge the end of the study. That would have made way more sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is funny how people just want it. they have to tell you to. Yes. They have to, they have, yes. they, can't, they can't hold it in. It's like, it's maybe it's because part of my family who was pretty diehard of, I don't know, man, I don't like the change. I don't like, you know, folding to the woke mob, whatever the hell everybody was saying. They always yeah. call them the guardians. They just gave it in after when they're good. They're like, oh, okay, yeah, we're in. Fuck yeah, it.
0: Trust me. I've, I've said on the podcast before, the people celebrating and like looking down on the people who didn't want it to change, those people bother me probably the most out of everybody, yeah. but I'm still calling it pro-Guardians. I, I told you my bit about owning land being worse than calling your team the Indians. I was just thinking this weekend about how the sport of lacrosse is far more fucking – that's far worse there is, is a, a sport invented by native Americans. that's almost strictly played by rich white people
1: <laughs> on the Dude, land that we took. From yeah. Them.
0: On the land we took from, we still use their
2: name for it. Like, do they still, do they have any team names like that that are controversial?
1: I'm, Cause I, mean, I don't know s- any team names
0: itself. I, I mean, professionally, <laughs> no, but like, you know, Syracuse, I'm pretty sure that's a native American word.
1: Yeah. Checks nice. out. Oh, so we're just, yeah. Okay. I got you. We're going to yeah. we're, we're bent down to the bones now. I like it. That's a good bit though. Um, so what? Did you get to hit any stages when you're out? I didn't know you are busy as fuck, Nick. No, uh, did not,
2: road. did not hit any stages.
1: It's probably good. I'm not sure how good the uh, comedy crowd scene is over Memorial Day weekend here.
0: No, it's usually it's usually rough. <laughs> yeah, that if people are there, July they're weekend.
1: free tickets and they're probably really drunk. Yeah, screaming America. Actually. How was your guys' show the other week? Oh, it went great at Westall's. Lestos was fun. Yeah, we, I don't think we ever got to talk about it. I think it's the last podcast we put out. Yeah. Lestos one, which yeah, was totally chaos.
0: Lestos was fun.
1: Uh, it was a lot of fun. Dude, that's a great crowd. They come there for comedy. They're ready to laugh. Um, and then Mary Santora is just fucking wheelhouse. Yeah. For she's, that yeah, she, of town, she, you know what I mean? She's, she, she rips. She, yeah. She's great. Yeah, she did. I, I don't even remember what she ended up doing. But she did. She went way over in the crowd, fucking loved every second of it. Uh, everybody killed all the way up. They, they loved. And I hate to say this. I even texted them though. So I'll say it on the podcast. I was slightly worried about, about Jimmy Killius. Really? Not because he's not funny, because he's extremely funny, mm-hmm. but he, he looks like the type of guy that that crowd would hate instantly. Like, you know what it, I mean? Just it, like he, he looks the, a little bit like a burnout. Uh huh. You know I mean, he's, um, he, he's around here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah very funny kid. Um, and he just, he did run something by me before he went up, and I was like, yeah, I wouldn't go that route. If you want to go <laughs>
0: real left with it we yeah, with yeah, a lot right, of shit?
1: Yeah, real left. I was like, yeah, this probably
0: the Yeah, He ran and, it by me too. I'm like, dude, no.
1: Yeah, don't <laughs> do and uh Ben yeah but he crushed it in there I can't tell you how many people are like the hippie kid with the Garfield shirt he was hilarious yeah, <laughs> yeah but, so that was, yeah, it was a great it was a great show man uh we'll try to time the next time you come out uh, try to time it up a little bit better so you can hell oh, yeah find with us that's a great room out there though w- where's that at uh downtown Willoughby are you familiar with it? it's on the east side
2: i'm I know where Willoughby's at I don't can't
0: say I've ever been downtown Willoughby's like uh, it's a really nice bar scene like yeah it's a lot of nice places, and then like the the community fucking loves it. Oh yeah, they drink. Their they they drink. are. Yeah, that yeah, Willoughby is obsessed with their bar scene.
1: Yep. Hell yeah, that's all they do is they go down yes. there and they drink. If you if you're from outside of town and you go to drink at downtown Willoughby on a Saturday night, you will see people that went to high school with your grandparents, your parents, your aunts and uncles, oh, your oh. brothers, younger and older. And there'll be kids that are just turned twenty-one. They don't no one leaves. they just all drinking downtown
0: well. forever. <laughs> two, it doesn't get better than this. Yeah. Why am I going to go anywhere? There, that work with my mom at her first job.
1: Right. Yes, <laughs> at Holy Euc- shit, at Euclid Inc. There you go.
2: Uh-huh.
0: They don't go anywhere, man. They fucking
1: love it. Uh-huh. Diehard. New bar opens. Everybody goes. Yep. Everybody yeah, we got to support
2: them. the business. Right.
0: <laughs> they all left Euclid. <laughs> <laughs> they went to surrounding areas.
1: <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if you got any overarching feelings uh, on the Guardians here, but. Um, and that's the uh, overall not great, Bob. <laughs> not great. Bob. <laughs> Do you get to watch them much out there?
2: No, I, I I I haven't gotten a single game on TV yet. Uh, but I think I might get MLB TV because I think I can get it for free.
1: Yeah, I think you oh, can okay. for the season. I'm pretty sure as long as you're outside the market, like, yeah. Whatever the blackout song is. So I'm gonna give that a try. Yeah, I. uh This is the time. I think you need it. I think that's the reason I've been playing good is because you haven't fucking watched any games.
2: That's oh the well, phew, that's. They're not really. That's not a good strategy, I don't think like I'm a,
1: it's a terrible strategy <laughs> It's a losing strategy on their part yeah um, all right, so let's jump over to some browns here because there's a whole bunch of brown stuff that's happened as well. yeah, uh, what well, I would say that's happened they had uh the golf outing, they had a little uh, the rookie mini camp stuff. Not a ton. Brian's got some, Brian's gonna break some news tonight. For us. He's got some. Inside. I don't know if it's
0: news, no, but I got some inside info. Brian
1: Mortensen <laughs> has some inside info that I don't think anybody out there knows yet. I'm not sure people are gonna actually like.
0: I'm gonna trade on it. Apparently, DeWan Jones has been living up very much to his reputation of being a uh, fat sack of shit. Apparently, he's like so out of shape. He's been throwing up in warmups, like in calisthenics. He's been throwing up. They said that he hasn't touched a weight. <laughs> He hasn't hit a treadmill, nothing since the season ended for Ohio State. He's put on at least 50 pounds. His footwork is garbage. His brain is garbage. <laughs> like, he is he's apparently at a point where, like, Callahan has kind of thrown his hands up and been like, you know, it's my, so my assistants can work it's so it's fast. real fast. Yeah. That's
1: like having a baby and, like, two weeks in, you're like, this fucking thing ain't sleeping. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Stop sleeping. Can't even say mama or dad-dad. Yeah. Lazy fuck. Come on, man. Get a job. Yeah. That's tough, though, at 50 pounds. I mean, we had heard he put on weight, but that is...
0: He's, yeah, he's put on a bunch of weight, he's very out of shape, and he, like, he's, he's not learning really anything from, from what I've heard.
2: The, being a fat piece of shit and, uh, and feeling very overweight and gaining weight, that's how I've felt this trip with uh, staying out at bars till 1 a.m. on two nights in a wedding and eating like shit over the weekend. Oh, yeah. So I can relate. Yeah, you're back
3: oh,
1: yeah. in the so how? We're weekend. not healthy around.
2: Yeah, here, I'm back, brother? baby. Yeah,
1: that's <laughs> it. Yeah. Ryan Dalton always talks about that. He comes back and instantly gains a pizza. Yeah. And, and I don't walk when I'm at my
2: parents, so I've gotten maybe three thousand steps today. Oh yeah. We don't it's
1: a good day for me. I'm working on that. Like, that's a good day for me. We don't do calisthenics either here, so maybe that's no. that's why So uh, like if
0: he've heard if he heard this and decided to come get me, like a normal person he'd be like, Okay, I'll run from you but like me and him are probably in the same boat.
1: <laughs> you would just end up puking at the same time. Yeah, You'd just we'll, be a little bit we'll further probably. on the sidewalk. I'm that's hoping
0: what. I'll be further on the sidewalk. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you don't want to let him get his big old mitts on. Either. No,
0: he's a big mitt. he got a lot of reach, too. He's a big guy.
1: Well, the good thing about that is you, they're not really counting on him for anything, right? He was like a value pick. Everybody got excited because he had super high-end talent. Uh, but all the knocks on him were Fats, lazy, fat you, of shit. Yeah, Fat sack of Does shit. Does he yeah. even
0: like football? Yeah,
2: even Mel Kuyper said that, I'm like, you can't say that. And he's like, I'm going to say it. He's a fat sack, <laughs> sack of shit. Todd, Todd,
0: Todd. He's a fat sack of
3: shit.
0: <laughs> Dude, I remember playing uh, Madden a couple years ago. And you know how throughout the season, like especially around draft time, like they you'll, you're simming through, and they do like uh, like combine updates in the news section. Yeah, <laughs> there were different ones that were like, put your shirt back on, and like talking about how <laughs> certain fake players <laughs> showed up overweight and shit like that. Like they were a lot of fat shaming in Madden. I'd love to see Kuiper do that in real life.
1: Oh, so they were they were running Barstool blogs in that that's pretty good. much. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty
0: good shit. Uh, we appreciate
1: the pub there. Uh, so that I don't know. I guess that's not great news.
0: No, um, that's He could have been a swing tackle. He would have been a really nice swing tackle if he showed in like any sort of shape. Like he ended the season in.
1: LaCharles Bentley's in town. Have LaCharles whoop his ass. LaCharles turned around guys just like him in the NFL before. Too soon. (laughs) Too too soon. I still (laughs) remember we
2: signed him right, and then first day of training camp or something, he goes down and out for the season. First play. Yeah,
1: I. First play.
0: Yeah, I was pumped to have him. That's he, I was too. I was so excited. Then he almost died
1: in the hospital room twice because of staff infection from the Browns facility.
0: Everybody yeah. was getting staff back then. They Dude, had a real problem.
1: Yeah. Fucking clean your tools, you weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> just buy some of that weird blue shit that's at all the uh, barber War- shops. Windex. <laughs> <laughs> just dip on the antiseptic. Yeah, that's all you need. You just keep everything in a barber shop blue thing. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe Charles can help him out. He's back in town. He's working at Ignatius. I think he's still running the O-Line Academy in the off season. I think. Um, I don't know. Maybe that's, or maybe he just doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't want to work with any lazy Did he shit. sue the Browns?
0: Yeah. He did sue the Browns. Yeah. So he's definitely not going to help him out like on, no. on on company grounds. No, they're, right. well,
1: they're going to, <laughs> they'd have to pay him.
0: Yeah. yeah. But I, what I'm
1: saying if I'm close to that kid, he went to Ohio State. Uh, but Charles has done it with other guys before. i might like, you know, maybe you just slip the phone number to him and be like, hey, well, Charles will whoop that boy's ass into shape. Yeah. Charles won't fuck around.
0: Go get your shit together.
1: Yeah. That's, that's, that's not good. How
0: old is he? 22? Yeah, something like that.
1: Weren't well, we all fat pieces of shit at 22?
0: Uh, that was the, the skinniest I've been. <laughs> at, t- at 22, I had just lost a bunch of weight.
1: Oh, so you're a skinny piece of shit.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, it's still not. I've been mean, about, about 240.
1: Skinnyish or, or piece of a shit. Relative. Yeah. Throw that word yeah, in re- re- there, then re- you're good. Skinny. A
0: relatively skinny piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the grand scheme of things, fat piece of shit. But for me, <laughs> yeah. for me not yeah. so much. You know, Popping the top at Edgewater Beach, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Look out. I was like, oh, man, I'm like. Freshman in high school, small again. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Here, actually, that weight and that look, you could go to Menor Headlands and you'd be a stud. Oh, yeah. That is, that's big, oh, yeah. It's big territory
0: out there. My traps looked nice back then. <laughs>
1: there's, not, there's not a lot of uh, uh, whales or creatures that size in Lake Erie, but it looks like a lot of them washed up in Menor Headlands. That's for sure. <laughs> that's out there. Uh, but interesting, I guess, interesting connection because I just blew it off as there was zero chance it could happen. And maybe that's still the case. But today, Deshaun Watson spoke about DeAndre uh, Hopkins. It was released by the Cardinals, and he was like, "You know what? We'd love to have him here, but that's up to AB." Blah blah blah. That's the. Part. I don't even give a fuck about that part. And everybody really got excited about that. What I did not know was that DeHop just changed um, agents. Yep, and his agent yeah. is from Cleveland. Actually, actually works out of Cleveland and has quite a few clients on the Browns already, which does make you all of a sudden go oh, hmm. at least a little bit right. And 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 there was another report today that the. Uh, the market for D-Hop right now is tepid. I
0: believe is the word they use,
1: tepid. So there's not a whole lot of heat after them right now. I would take a one-year prove-it deal.
0: The Browns have money to spend. I would do that. A one-year prove-it deal. I mean, if you could do a one-year prove-it deal, absolutely. But I've I got to imagine the the market when they say tepid is like, okay, they don't want to pay a $30 million cap hit for the next two years, which is what you'd need to do if you picked him up off we of waivers. Can, and we can't do that. Yeah, we, we literally he cannot cleared, do that. Okay. So... You can't do that, obviously, and I think two years at twenty-five mil is a lot too. Yes, I think that that's where you know I would. I wonder wh- how tepid it is. I wonder if if two years at twenty mil a year is what he could probably get, but he wants more. Or uh, you know, one year twenty million proving deal, like I would do that. oh absolutely Oh, yeah, for sure. That's
1: they got the cash. Jimmy's willing to
2: burn it, we have about like, twenty-seven to thirty-seven. I think it's 37.
1: 37. 37. Yeah. And yeah. they really don't have much more money to spend besides maybe filling out some, some small backup spots. They went out and they got all the pieces they think they thought they needed to firm up the roster. It seems like they did a pretty good job. Yep. This is that, that swing that you don't really think was in there, and you're like, fuck it, right? Yeah. 20 mil? If, I mean, if that's what you could do. If. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you're saying the cap it for the next two years. Look at the teams that are after them, though. Everybody's in, well, if it's real, salary cap hell too. Like you're talking about Buffalo. They don't have a shit ton of money to spend. You're talking about Kansas City. They don't have a shit ton of money to spend. The one team that has a little bit of money to spend is Baltimore, but you, know, so you don't want to go to Baltimore with OBJ and share balls with the guy who never throws his fucking wide receivers. That doesn't seem like a place for him.
0: I don't know if, if OBJ is any sort of real threat. I still I don't think he's going to come back and be any sort of world beater like everybody
1: They gave him $15 millions, is.
0: Which is... Half of what the the highest wide receivers are making like that's not anything crazy these days for for a middle of the pack wide receiver. But that's
1: their highest paid wide receiver, right? I mean, it's gotta yeah, be. it I, has to
0: be because sure. that was the breaking news that and, oh Andrews they're finally a... signing someone yeah. for Lamar. So I don't know what Mark Andrews makes, but he's definitely still their best weapon. Yeah, I, I still I I would love to see if Lamar Jackson can actually feed outside wide receivers. I just don't think that that's his forte now. O'Dell will improvise and and work around the middle of the field quite often. So I think he might be a decent fit. But I don't know about Hopkins, man. I don't know if he's the right guy for that system, but I mean where
1: he would obviously thrive the most, you put him in Kansas City and that's just for sure ridiculous. For sure. Yeah, that's there's, not that's not fair not to fair. compete with. Yeah. So we'll, we'll take the, um, Yeah, or that too. The, the thing about Buffalo is is Josh Allen does tend to favor sides of the field like there's like, last year, like uh, Gabe Davis had a terrible... He just didn't get a ton of balls last year. You no. know what I mean? He didn't yeah. do shit. Yeah, so I, I, that's another place I'm sure... De'Andre ho- Hopkins is thinking, fuck it, I'm getting balls wherever I go. Anyway, but if he is looking at it at least slightly hesitantly, he could look at last year and go, I don't know, man, the guy was supposed to eat last year never got really the ball thrown him all that much.
0: He had kind of a list of demands of, like, wanting front office security. Uh, he wants a top-notch quarterback. He wants a solid defense. So, he like, he really wants to compete. I don't think that the Browns necessarily have all of those things. I don't, especially he, not like a Buffalo does. Especially. Well, no, yeah,
1: but I, I think they're. If you're talking about the peripheral teams, they're the one that checks those boxes the best, at least. You know
0: what I mean? For the peripheral, the teams. Browns. Yeah, I think so. I that defense is still very improving. I think they're going to be improved, but they're definitely not proven. And then on paper, on front, it looks like, better. Yeah, as exactly. far as front office we and thought that ownership goes, too. they are largely a mess.
1: Yeah, but it'll just take one meeting where Jimmy's like, oh, no, I'm not getting rid of anybody. You know, lying through his fucking teeth the way he usually does. Now, I'll, I'll make a scoreboard it looks like a hair.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised how far down the rankings the Browns were for their receiving core. They were like 22nd or 28th. I was like, I thought... Yeah, I think we have a pretty. Second.
0: I don't think that they were a problem last year. I, I thought they
2: were. Either. I mean, I, we yeah, got them. up even more. I, think I, I they feel signed. like what yeah. people have forgotten all about Amari. Like he's a stud. Yeah, he's great. He's not a dominant one, but he's a
1: one.
0: He was great. Yeah, I yeah. thought that last year, based off of what they did on the field, especially with Jacoby Brissett, that even the way that they addressed it so aggressively in this offseason wasn't even that necessarily. Yeah. I, I, I thought that it should have been far more, and they did. You know, in some ways, sure it up a far more defensive line and linebacker The front seven is where they should have just been really focusing on, but they went wide receiver heavy. So to, to rank them that low, I, I don't get it. I and think he, Donovan Peoples-Jones is really good. Yep, yeah, me too. And then
2: who's
1: the guy from the Jets?
0: Elijah Moore. Moore? I I'm, was I don't know about that, that kid. Yeah, I don't know.
1: I do think it was worth the flyer that they took. It wasn't a whole lot to get him.
0: early pick to give up. A
1: second-round pick? Yeah, I mean, I agree, but he, he was unhappy there through the whole Zach Wilson thing, and then they brought in a whole new cast of characters for Aaron yeah, Rodgers. motherfucker,
0: I mean. what have you done to start talking about being unhappy about quarterbacks? <laughs> you you, you <laughs> are brand new Hold to on. the NFL. You haven't put up any stats. You're not a proven winner. You were a second-round pick. Who the fuck do you think you are? Oh, he's the guy who has to look at Zach Wilson's face every day in practice. That's
1: the guy So I what? It. Keep but looking
2: at him. be happy to. to be in the NFL. I mean, I can, you know, empathize with him because being unhappy with quarterbacks, that's Browns fans' motto. That's true. Like, actually, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, we should, that's we what should, we do best. We should relate to him very well. <laughs> yeah. this makes perfect sense, <laughs> no, I, I just don't
0: think <laughs> this is the right organization to bring in somebody who's trying to call shots and get his way off of teams that quick. I don't think this is the right environment to put him in.
1: Yeah, well, he's here, so what the fuck are we going to do about <laughs> We're it? We're well, going to bitch I mean, about it on our podcast. Yeah, and then Z'Darrius Smith, same thing, right? He was bitching that he was supposedly a cancer out there and wanted the fuck out, too. So
0: Zadarius Smith has earned the right to say whatever he wants. He's a veteran in the NFL. He's proven himself. I don't
1: know if you could tell how Brian's Brian stance on how, who gets to talk and who doesn't in the NFL.
0: Well, yeah, whether you've, done <laughs> <in> the <locker. laughs> whether you've done anything. He shoves kids in the I'm locker. All here, for, I'm
2: out. all for a bullying freshman. I'm, I'm, I'm there, sophomores. <laughs> Because I was a kid in the locker.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually, quite spacious in here. <laughs> uh, I, so I went to EDC. For those who don't know out it, there, it's uh, Electric Daisy Carnival. Did, were you, are you familiar with what that is?
2: No, I was very confused by your post. It, it looked like a, a nightmare.
1: It's a giant rave, <laughs> is what it is. It's one of the biggest in the world. Over 500,000 people over a three-day
0: Oh, festival. God.
1: 500,000. And it's in a NASCAR track. So you're not, you can't get out. It's just a bowl. Yeah. Sensor, sensory overload is... To the moon. And I didn't just go there just to party because I went there also to videotape things.
0: Is there something in your bloodstream that made your sensory overload go nuts?
1: (laughs) Quite possibly, yes. (laughs) Uh, But it was a fucking blast. I had a great time. I can't believe I survived. And now I'm just like buried under hours and hours and hours of video. I'm trying to edit up and get out. But dude, so I was trying to think of all the wild shit that happened. I did get married. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, Um, I don't know her name. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't gone back to the video yet to actually find out her name. I want to wait. I want to. Uh-huh. I want it to be special when I edit the video. Yeah. You know what I mean. Uh, but the whole the way it all happened, which mm-hmm. is pretty funny for the video, but I'll, i I'd like to tell the behind the scenes here on the podcast. I you know I kind of had an idea. I've been EDC in the years past. I kind of had an idea before I went in the things that I elements I wanted in the video just to make sure we check these boxes. So I could put something funny together. There's a chapel in the middle of this rave where people wait. They, they have to register a year ahead of time, pay all this money, wait for their time to come up, and they get married in an electronic chapel with a dude that looks like he's straight out of, uh, what was the uh, movie with the girl in the orange and Bruce Willis?
0: Fifth Element. Fifth
1: Element. Dude looked like he was straight out of Fifth Element marrying these, these couples. And so I walk up to him, i like, hey, man, uh, I'm shooting this video for Barstool. I'd like to get married. On camera. He's like, Done. When, where is she at? <laughs> 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 it's like, it's way easier than that. He's like, whatever you fire her, you bring her here. I'll just squeeze you in between two ceremonies. So we filmed one ceremony. The girl's crying. Because like, she's, so, she's so in love. Yeah, she's so in love. But she's also wearing nothing in a complete smoke show. <laughs> she's wearing nothing. And her, uh, you know, her man-bunned, greasy, guido Boyfriend, now husband, congratulations. Uh-huh. They're there. They're cry- this is a real wedding to these people. This is not a farce. This is not a joke. They signed the paperwork afterwards. They're fucking married. Wow. Right? So I'm like, all right, this is the final scene for the video. I need this. This is funny. So I go walking out. And I thought this was going to be really hard because like, these people are all dressed up like freakazoids, and I'm in like, a t-shirt and a hat, right? <laughs> so I had this girl who was a camera person I got from uh, the college out there, and I was like, you go on camera, and you try to find me a wife. She's like, okay. She's a Russian girl, very pretty girl. She gets on camera, she keeps interviewing people going, Would you marry my friend Will? And they're like, Yes. And I'm like, No, you have to say no. You have to say no. <laughs> <Where is Molly laughs> there, people? Why are you all just so willing to marry somebody? I was like, What the fuck Dude, are you Dude, good for you. Why are they
0: willing? <laughs> it's called Molly. Yeah, that's right. Exactly what it was. Uh, a lot your of hearts. hearts were full of
1: love. <laughs> and uh, so that we got some no's on video. And then this girl goes walking by, like very, very pretty girl. And I'm like, Hey, what's your name? And she said, Whatever it was. And I'm like, uh, I'm like, Do you want to get married? And she's like... She didn't say no. She didn't say, I don't know you. You know what her response was? I just got here. <laughs> and it's like me asking if you want to get a corn dog. Like, Let me have a bachelorette party first. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, I just got here. And I was like, so? And she goes... Yeah, good point. Okay. All right. And she went over and got married. And then she never even asked what it was for. So she, right now, has no idea what the camera crew was that was filming her get married at an EDM <laughs> festival. And then at the end, she's like which stage are you going to? And I was like, I don't know. We got some more stuff, but she's like, okay, nice to meet you. And just like, drew, drew. <laughs> in the crowd. But, but then you signed papers after, right? No, I didn't sign the papers. No, oh, oh, legit, you it. should have committed signed papers, oh, and Wow. And went through the whole process of that. You know, I, w- I actually wouldn't have annulled it. I would just, uh, divorced her and took half of her, whatever her income. Was. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, it's city boys. We're up this summer, yeah. man. Let's go city yeah. boys yeah. summer. Yeah. Uh, so that was fun. Um, if I was backstage, interviewed some DJs, which we set up ahead of time, and we we're supposed to do it in the morning, and they were DJing a pool party in the middle of the day in Vegas, one of those big, crazy pool parties. Then they took the helicopters in ADC and played the main stage. Huge, huge day for them, right? The young kids, I think they're like 23 and 24. First time playing the main stage in front of, I think they said like 48,000 people at the main stage. Jesus Christ. And, uh yeah. And these dudes were so fucked up that afterwards the manager's like, "I don't think we can use any of that. We have to delete all that footage. All of it has to go away." So I'm trying to make a cut out of it that they'll actually approve for Barstool backstage. But man, I don't know. They were—they uh, were—they just kept handing me a bottle of Don Julio in the middle of the interview, and I just kept fucking slugging it, just trying Fuck to yeah. try to make it so they didn't seem so fucked up. But you just want to make them more Yeah, that, that was nice of you. Yeah, it was very nice. Yeah, I thought so. I, I was—I uh, was very proud. I was a gentleman. Yeah,
2: a newly married man.
1: Exactly. (laughs) It was right after I got married, Yeah, (laughs) I'll
0: jump on this tequila grenade for you, boys. (laughs) Uh,
1: Yeah, the the funny part of the one is, I don't know if this will make it in, so fuck it. He was like, I was like, what's the craziest thing you've ever seen on stage? He's like, dude, I don't see him, but he sees so many tits. I don't see him because my girlfriend's sitting right there. It <laughs> was, <his> <laughs> was like, oh, yeah, you killed that answer. You jailed yeah. it real smooth. Yeah, real fucking smooth. Uh, I can't remember the other 90 million crazy things that are, that are in it, so we look, I'm looking for those videos. Um, NBA Finals. Let's go there. Before we get. To, by the way, he's got a Reddit story for us tonight, which I'm excited. It's yeah. so my favorite Hell yeah. time of the week. throws a Reddit story at us. We decide whether or not it's true or it's false, and we give our reactions to it. Uh, but I do want to talk about the NBA Finals and the Celtics. Unbelievable choke job getting to that game seven after. It felt like a choke job, right? I mean, it shouldn't, but they are the far better team. They were dominated by a guy who's undrafted. Yeah. And I know it takes a lot of energy to get there. And I know Tatum rolled his ankle in the first play of the game. And I know Sean's going to be all butt hurt about this. Uh, but that felt like a choke job, if ever there was one, to climb back to a game seven and lose it. And I mean, they did was,
0: get their teeth kicked in. They got their fucking teeth kicked uh, in. Game yeah, seven, yeah, so. Yeah. I still can't believe they won game six.
1: Wild ending. Yeah. Wild ending.
0: I, I'm very happy. I mean, Me I still don't really like Boston, Miami, but yeah. fuck Boston. Fuck Boston. Fuck Boston across the board.
1: At least Jimmy Butler's likable. Yeah. He's a yeah. fun guy. He's yeah. that dude. Yeah.
0: I, I don't want Boston to succeed in anything. I can't root for them pretty much no matter what. Like, even Red Sox-Yankees, I don't know what I'd do. I hate both of them so much.
1: I was going to say plane crash, but I feel like it's not a good joke for that. But, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> plane crash and a bomb. Yeah. For <laughs> <laughs> <we're> all bases. No, <laughs> no. Nah, nah. Fuck, fuck Boston. Fuck their fucking fans for doing this pity party. Oh, you think it's so easy being a Boston fan? Yeah, I do, actually. Yes, it think, seems super it fucking It seems easy. amazing. It seems yeah. awesome. It seems amazing. Yeah. I, want, I want this heartbreak you're having. I would like that because I would have all the shit that just happened right before it.
0: Yeah you have seen if you're 30 years old you've seen so much success you've never seen so much losing success.
1: no and then at least when you're losing, you're losing in the playoffs in the midst of something that matters too. You're not just like, yeah, asked out teams fucking terrible. Oh, we lost in the first round.
2: I would kill to get to the first <laughs> round. You know how much I wanted a seven and nine season for the
0: Browns for like 10
1: years. <laughs> <laughs> i will give me anything for that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the all-time greatest football dynasty has happened in our lifetimes. It's them. Yep. yep. The all-time greatest basketball dynasty happened a long time ago, but it's them. It's them. One of the most historic Hockey franchises of all time, one of the original eight, the Bruins, they have that. I don't completely follow hockey. I know they've won some shit, so they've got that. And then the Boston Red Sox, you know, long time without a championship. They won a couple. Fucking Tito did it for them.
1: Dude, they had the but, they had that comeback. They, they, they're fucked. The they bloody Sox. So yeah, the but
2: they would match. always get to the they would always get to the uh, the playoffs.
0: Yeah, they were in yes. there at least. Yeah, and again, people that are. 30 and older, got to see that giant drought get snapped. And then another one after that. So fuck yourselves. You've, yeah, fuck you've, you've experienced so much happiness.
1: I, I've, I feel no pain for them whatsoever. No. None. Fuck off. No. 100%. I'm glad you do. lost. I, I, I had a good time. Yeah. I, it was dead quiet at the end. I was like, this is fucking awesome. Yeah, this fucking is great. awesome. Yes. Watching them file out of that stadium. Oh, I yes. loved it.
0: Loved it. And when you're rooting for storylines like, okay, fine, uh, zero and 150 of teams that, that went down, you know, zero and three in the, uh, the playoffs. The Miami Heat were the eight seed. They lost the first game of the play in series, then won, and now are in the finals. That's fucking phenomenal. That's a great storyline. I'll take that over being the first team to overcome a 3 0 deficit. As long any as day. it's Boston,
1: yeah. Yeah. Because other teams I'd probably root for that. But for Boston, they <laughs> go fuck themselves. Now, if we're being realistic, Miami's probably going to get ran off the fucking court against Denver. I don't know that Boston would not have been any, been much better, but I don't think Miami can handle Denver. So if we wanted a fun NBA Finals, I think we were gone. But that was the fun, right? The fun was watching Boston fans miserable. That yeah, is the, that, that's, yeah. The, that's fun. the
2: fun. And then I'm going to have fun that's right, you're celebrating the Nuggets, and I and I placed a future on them like two months ago
1: to all win right. it all. So love
2: that for me. So. Fuck
1: yeah. <laughs> Hell
2: yeah. I like that.
0: Jokic, is, he is so good. I love him so much. I was kind of a, den- oh, kind
1: of a denier for a while. It, last year was the year that turned to me. I was like, okay, he is a truly great player. Mm-hmm. This is the year I'm like, this motherfucker's got to be mentioned up there in like the greatest handful of players all the time. He's insane. I mean, he's had the most triple doubles
2: in the playoff, or uh, in the playoffs ever. Built, built, uh, beat uh, Will Chamberlain, right? Yep. And then he had like a couple other records of like. The quantity of points and then rebounds and assists in a game in the playoffs. And it's just unbelievable what he keeps doing.
0: Yeah, he's a big fat guy. I yeah, fucking exactly. love that. I fucking love that. I love fat baseball players, fat basketball players. They don't come around often. No, you no, you got your tractor trailers, you had peace. <laughs> everybody called Charles Barkley fat. He had, he didn't get fat until he retired. He was just kind of chubby, like slightly chubby. This is a true fat man. Look at his doughy body. Yeah, and, and he used to be fatter. He lost weight. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Uh,
1: you know what? Representation is important, so I'm happy for you, Brian. Thank you. Thank that's you. Nice. My people, they celebrate
2: this. And also, he's my people because he's Serbian, so that's great. Oh, there Serb, you go. all right. Yeah.
1: That's what the camera girl I had at EDC was and she would say mean things to me in Serbian. I didn't know what she was saying. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> it sounded so hot
0: though. I love his two fucking goon brothers that are ready to help yeah, yeah. <laughs> me. They look,
1: like, fucking, <laughs> they look <laughs> like extras out of a fucking... They uh, stayed the movie.
0: Yeah, <laughs> taken like t- three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they look like goons that would have been trying to stop him in the movie Crank. <laughs>
1: <laughs> They're fucking awesome. Yeah.
0: Trying to rip him out of an Audi in the transporter. Yeah, dude. I don't know...
1: I like Jamal Murray a lot too. The, the nuggets are extremely likable. They yeah. are extremely. Michael Malone was a co, was an assistant coach here for the Cavaliers was very well liked on this bench here as well. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it just, obviously it's their year, but we, I think we kind of get the double dip there, right? We get to watch the nuggets who are a very likable team, whatever. And they'll win this thing. I'm like, I just got to watch Boston fucking suffer.
0: It's just, yeah. Oh, Oh, and I definitely, orgasmic. Nuggets, Like, when were the last time the Nuggets were, like, year after year, they were a very high seed. Yeah. yeah, they did not do much. They're it, typically regular season champs in the, in the West, and they've never really made much of it. Finally, they're doing it. It's fun to watch. It's a new team to win. Yeah, it's, I like that. it's their first year. It's their first time ever in the finals. Yeah. That's awesome.
1: Very, so, very cool. And Denver's going to be so much fun through
2: that. It's going to be great. Yeah, and if it's anything like the Cavs parade in 2016... Or even just in general, a championship parade. Like, who cares? It doesn't need to be that, but that's great. Do
1: you think it'll be less rowdy than Cleveland because everyone will be so high?
0: Yeah, so high. That's what I was gonna say. Like, this is a drinking town.
1: Yeah, yeah, but also people like they're used
2: to being high there, so it's like I feel like they can they can function better. And other people like they'll hit a gravity bong and then just run a 10k i feel like <laughs> it's just nothing but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: that's true i was thinking because i was thinking like how people like bong beers here they would just be like ripping fat dabs there you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. like they will be stuck to their couch by noon but I guess you're right. The tolerance level is much higher there.
2: Yeah, mine is not. Mine, I, I take two hits of a joint. I'm like, I'm good. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. sit in my couch. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to have a quick panic attack. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'll be over here pan, crying. It's we're, fine. We're late enough in the pot I can do this because I don't think I'll get dug out by my son as uh, so he has the attention span of a gnat. But we, one uh, when, when I very first became single, it was like one of the first weekends that I, uh, I think I told you this story, Brian, uh-huh. that I <laughs> was like my... My ex was out of the house, and I was like, I don't know what I'm gonna do with myself. I went out and I met up with some people that I didn't really know that well, introduced me to this chick. We all go back to her house. They're all doing substances that I don't do, but hey, God bless them. You know, if, if you want to destroy your septum, you do what you gotta do. And, uh, <laughs> and, and so, but the girl's like, oh, if you don't wanna do this, how about a dab? And I had been out all day, all day. And I was like, dude, and I can do, like, I can do a dab, that's no problem, but I need to be I, met, can't. I need to be prepared for a dab, right? I need yeah. to be like, I know the next three hours of my life are going to be something that I can't change on the TV because I'm gonna <laughs> not be able to lift my right arm. Right? That's the that's yes. my I was just Mr. Johnny tough and I was like, Oh yeah, I'll fucking do like, it. Like I can do it. Deal. Yeah, I, I can do, do it. it Dude, I this fucking dab and got just like drool faced, couldn't communicate. My buddy's like, I'm gonna get you an Uber ride home. I'm like, Okay, thank you, I appreciate it. Thank that. you. <laughs> right? So the Uber pulls up, I go downstairs, I get in the Uber, and he's like, Are you serious right now? And I was like, Yeah. Okay, mind you the sun's up at this point, it's coming up. The Uber backs out of the driveway, pulls about 8 houses down to the stop sign. I'm like, "Wait a second, I know this area." He goes left, <laughs> left and pulls in my driveway. I could see the fucking house I was at <laughs> <laughs> I can see my driveway. i was like, "Oh no, I think I should need to, need to stick with." What was over. going through your head when he asked
0: me, like, "Are you serious?" Were you just like, "Is this guy judging my lifestyle? Is he even yeah. on this high?" 100%. What is uh, I'm a, am an adult, dude. Like, don't yeah, I can make my own decisions. It's fine. <laughs> Listen, I'm going through a lot the last
1: year. <laughs> <laughs> Start explaining. Yourself. Yeah, let me have a day. I went through this breakup and it's been really. But hard. you're drooling while doing it. Yeah. He's like, no, 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 buddy. You can hit a fucking nine iron. and <laughs> Take out your window down your bedroom. <laughs> I literally got. It was like that was probably one of the more embarrassing moments of my life. I don't get embarrassed often. When he just pulled in the driveway, and I'm just looking dead at the house. Of- You're like, ugh. Oh. And they're waving at you yeah. from the back. Hi. Same travels. Glad you at home. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, let's do the Reddit story. All right.
0: So this one is a, uh, another today I fucked up. Today I fucked up by throwing my steak out a window. Last night, my wife's boss from her brand new job invited us over for dinner. Uh, on the drive over, my wife reiterated many times to me just how important it was to make a good impression. I scoffed and arrogantly informed my silly wife that I always make good impressions. My wife's boss is a single lady in her 50s, so it was just the three of us. We chatted over drinks and salads and seemed to be really hitting it off. She laughed at my well-timed, perfectly appropriate jokes, and my wife seemed pleased. Soon, she brought us out the main course, a nice, big, juicy steak for each of us. As I began to cut into my steak, I was discouraged to discover how undercooked this steak was. Now, I've had my fair share of rare steak. I prefer medium, but I can handle rare. Which is, that's a bit shit. Medium rare, at least. This hey, was several minutes on a hot grill short, uh, short of rare. I probably could have resuscitated the cow had I tried. Instead, I sat there fidgeting with my knife and fork, worrying about how I was going to get away with not eating this steak. Claim veganism? No, I'd already feigned great enthusiasm upon seeing the steak. Just then our hostess excused herself to the kitchen to take care of some dessert preparations. As I looked across the fancy dining room table at the open window of this third-story apartment, a cartoon light bulb appeared over my head. I knew I had the decisive I had to be decisive realizing that she could return at any moment. I committed. I grabbed the steak with my hand, gently <laughs> shook off the juice, and executed a perfect throw right through the center of the open window. Here's the big time fuck up. The window wasn't open. <laughs> It was the cleanest fucking window you've ever seen in your life. That is, until my mostly raw slab of steak slammed up against it and slowly slid down, leaving a trail of bloody juice in its wake. My wife, whose steak was a nice medium rare and was unaware of my predicament, turned, (laughs) jaw dropped, and stared at me like I was an alien from another planet. This look then slowly morphed into a more of a there's no place on this planet you can ever fucking hide from me expression of demonic anger. My wife's boss heard the thud of the steak on the window impact And came quickly. She took in the scene, the steak sitting on the windowsill, the (laughs) bloody trail, my empty plate, and then gave me an inquisitive, puzzled look. I just didn't know what to say. It felt like a minute of silence, but probably it was three or four seconds. Finally, the best I could manage was, I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I am such a klutz. I don't know. I was just cutting it, and it slipped. (laughs) Just ask my wife. I really am a klutz. Really, honey? No help coming from that direction. I will clean this up. I can't believe this. I'm so sorry, etc. etc. Both women continued to stare at me like I'd escaped from the loony bin as I smeared the blood around the window with my cloth napkin, <laughs> dusted off the steak and continued to mutter incoherent explanation. I knew, one was, I knew no one was buying the story. I knew what I had to do. I sheepishly returned to my seat and proceeded to eat every bite of that disgusting, cold, chewy, bloody raw steak. I remained pretty quiet the rest of the evening. My wife's only two words to me since the incident are I'm fine. And that's the story. How long ago was this? This was seven years ago.
1: Different time. Okay. I don't know what the how that was gonna help me here, but I just uh, yeah. we're, we're trying to go. get a grasp <laughs> on the situation. That's, Veganism uh, that's, was that's, going around more yeah, than exactly. Who knows? Um, Let's see pre-COVID. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Usher was on top of the charts.
1: <laughs> I was thinking because it feels like a scene from the office. It, it does. Yeah. It feels very much He's a scene. He's just fucking Uncle Rico that steak in <laughs> the window. So before I decide whether that I think it's actually fake, he fucked up by grabbing and eating it again. He actually came up with a great excuse. I would have never. I don't think I would have thought of that because as you were going through, it, I'm like, well, how the fuck do you explain this? But I just tried to cut it so hard it went flying off the plate and hit the window. I don't know how <laughs> yeah, far no, this window is. I would but not have come
2: up with I, that. I, I imagine it's probably from like here to that black.
1: See, and I feel, yeah, that's that's probably. I was thinking like eight to ten feet, and I feel like that is so, plausible enough that they'd be like, I don't know what else could have happened. Yeah, like, it has to be. But I think where he fucked up is you got to laugh it off. You got to laugh and get the laughter going.
0: Oh man, I I just I don't. I think you need to leave at least five percent of a doubt in that boss's mind that that you didn't just try and eat your fucking steak that she (laughs) made you out the window. Like you, even if that person is like ninety five percent sure that you were being a total jackass and tried to throw the dinner that they spent time and money preparing for you, this is her boss. Yeah. You should. Like, how do you not like? Well, look you turn into wife? a
1: defense attorney at this point. Now you're like, it's reasonable doubt, baby. That's all we're yeah, shooting. Yeah, that's all we're in. In. Yes. I need to turn one juror. <laughs> I need to I need turn one juror.
0: <laughs> so like, you you have to do that. So I would never have just come clean. But I also, before trying to th- chuck it out the window, <laughs> would have looked at my wife and went, I don't know if I can do this. I would have faked the stomachache. Diarrhea. No, claiming diarrhea solves a lot of problems in this world.
1: Here's the other part of it, like. What an amateur, you didn't even bother to look at your wife's steak? Like, if, you, if you've been with anybody for any length of time, I'm sure she's pulled the, 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 that shit on you in reverse, right? Because women will, t- I don't know if I like this. Whatever, just take mine, I'll eat that shit, right? Yes. This
0: so is your boss, you eat it. Yeah, exactly. You I
1: mean, I feel like you also have
2: other options, right? Like, you could, like, put a bunch of it in your mouth and then go to the bathroom. Sp- you Spit it, can it out. Cloth the napkin I've it for it. the other part? I've, I've pocket steak? The, yeah, pocket <laughs> steak,
1: exactly. <laughs> what
0: if she didn't go into the other room... For very long, she's caught you. Being and, tossed? and no, but like you did, you successfully tossed it. And she comes back. Your full steak is gone, <laughs> right, bone and in all, like probably. Thirty seconds, and you're just like, I ate the whole thing. Like that's so weird.
2: <laughs> that might be worse. <laughs> like,
0: at least <laughs> like, cut off part of it. Keep it. <laughs> he inhaled the whole thing. He didn't even chew it. <laughs> yeah. He just swallowed it. Ah, uh, that was a T-bone. Where did the <laughs> bone go? I, it's it's so much better to go back to the lady cooking and go. I'm so sorry, but like, the, I can we cook this a little bit longer? I don't think that that's even that bad of a thing to do. I was gonna say, would you be? Nick, you made some steaks for people, and somebody asked you to throw it back on for a couple more minutes. You, I don't think I,
1: I don't think I'd be that mad about that. Well, the, the
2: issue is, I always overcook steak because I, I have never made a good steak.
1: Oh, okay. So.
2: so. If they're like, "Hey, I just can't eat this," I'm like, "Yeah, I didn't do a good job. I know. Like, I'm
0: like I get it. I, 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 lot, I tried my best. Actually. This yeah. is not good. Yeah. <laughs> my cooking chops suck. so it's all about the meat thermometer. Yeah, yeah. I should. I should
2: really chicken. get one of yeah, those. Like bucks a I know. Amount, so it's I a good
0: yeah. <laughs> Especially I make a lot of chicken, and I'm not about to get any fucking poisoning out of that shit. Yeah,
2: man. All, my my also like an issue I have with that is. Windows, you have screens. So even if the window is open, it's just going to hit the screen.
1: Good yeah. good point. Well, what, exactly.
0: That was my first thought when you started describing that. This is there, is there a place where insects just don't exist? Like, Don't you think if anybody just had a window wide open, there'd be all sorts of bugs coming in?
1: That's, and, or they're just, they're just poor people and they don't have screens on there? I, know, I mean,
0: this lady's a boss. I mean, not
2: to sound privileged, but when I studied abroad in France, they didn't have screens, Oh, and they said there were less flies. And so we would just have windows just open. With no screens.
1: Interesting. So this they, happened. Just using so the I was throwing, I was throwing stakes out, all the, <laughs> so yeah. out <laughs> all the time. I did so many stakes. out. There a trail of stakes all the way up. I never got lost. I think it's true. I actually think this one's true. I like this, this
0: one. I, I agree.
1: Because I, I could totally see th- this. I think what we have here is your prototypical case of someone who doesn't handle pressure well. Yeah. Right? This isn't somebody who reacts. They're not on the balls of their feet at all times, right? Like, they don't, they, don't, they don't react very quickly. And I think he thought that window looked cleaner than it did. It was more open than it was. He had more time than he did. And he had, or he thought he had less time than he did because he probably had uh-huh. enough to really switch stakes with his wife. And he just Uncle rico that bitch. It
0: feels like it's something that Andy Dwyer from Parks and Rec would do. Yes. Oh, for sure.
1: Yeah. 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 Uh, I, I think this
2: person uh, is also divorced.
1: <laughs> and if not, she's a keeper. Yes, yeah. that is definitely something you would hear about for the rest of your life.
2: Oh, for sure. Like, hey, we're going to go over to this coworker's house. Can you not fuck it up this time? Yeah, can
1: you not <laughs> throw the food at the wall, please?
2: <laughs> Every time you make steaks, like, are you going to throw this one out the window too?
1: Yeah,
0: but like, you should you should be able to deal with a raw steak. Like, it, it might suck, but that's a if it's a good cut of meat, which you're fine, probably yeah. assuming, like, you're not going to get parasites or anything like that. Right.
1: I mean, People eat steak tartare all the time. I, I love steak tartare. One night, we went to a place called uh, Oso. It was in Chardon. It's shut down now. Uh, really crazy spot. This guy was a, a maniac and threw parties there after hours during the middle of COVID, so it tells you why he shut down. But uh, it was like a farm to table place. They literally raised the animals right there in the farm in the back. Oh. Super cool spot. Food was great. And the first night we went there to eat, he invited us all to stay. He's like, stick around a little bit afterwards. We're all having drinks. Me and the staff were like, oh, Okay. Instantly, rap music starts blasting the second the last customer gets up, <laughs> and he's like, "I'm bringing you guys." It's not what's the word? It's not, it's not ceviche. It's something like that. Uh, it's like raw meat. Um, fuck, what is it? Fucking sushi? No, nah, it's like raw, like, <laughs> like like beef. It's like raw, but like super good cut of beef. What is
0: it? called? Yeah, I don't know. I know tartar. Okay, what is Osso
1: buco is like they got the bone in the middle, and it's uh, it's like a super duper um tender piece of meat almost turns into like like if you do a um in the crock pot where the meat just like tender okay. falls apart it's like that but it's attached to a bone and it's fucking delicious
0: i only know of it because of the movie the santa claus <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. you like oh so boot charlie yeah. that's it <laughs> okay <Yeah. laughs> um what the fuck is this called
1: it's not steak tartare it's got another
2: name mm-hmm. will it change the story guy.
1: No, whatever. I, I, I'm, getting, I'm getting hung up on a detail that doesn't fucking matter. But anyway, this guy brought it out. It was delicious. Me and my buddy are eating it. Everybody else was so grossed out that it was just straight-up raw beef. Like, you're going to get sick. I'm like, I don't know. This guy seems trustworthy. He just turned out rap music. Like, right. I feel like this is all right. We didn't get sick. It was delicious. Were
2: they all shut right. down because of COVID or because of uh, like health code violations? <laughs> so
1: they Well, it started with COVID violations, and then I think uh, – I just think it was like two – It took a while for shit to come back after COVID, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know, when you get the reputation there, but like that guy's throwing ratchet ass parties in his restaurant afterwards. I don't know if that does well for you out in the Chardon area.
0: Yeah. I mean, and if, unless you're starting to ship out those farm animals to other people, that's a lot of overhead to, it's just your meat that you're raising.
1: So supposedly there was a story about this guy that he, he I know he had this party, he had a party barn in the back. It was just like a big-ass barn It was like, he threw bangers in. It was super laid out, pool tables, all this crazy shit. But supposedly, he was married at one point, divorced his wife, and told her, you can't live in the house anymore. You have to move into the party barn. And, <laughs> and yeah, this guy was a real peach. And uh, he would, apparently, she lived in the party barn, and he would just bring groups of people out to party in the place where she lived. I feel like she could have fought back
0: harder.
2: <laughs> <laughs> She's like, ah, okay, I'm going yeah. to the party barn, I guess. He doesn't seem to have a strong
1: spirit. Carpaccio.
0: Carpaccio, okay. I've
1: yes. heard of that. Italian dish that can be traced back to the 1960s. Uh, water-thin slices of sirloin, usually dressed in lemon, olive oil, salt, and vinegar. And they are not cooked. They're just straight raw. I don't think I'd like that. It's delicious. Do you like, do you like prosciutto?
0: So, so Yeah, I do.
1: I don't love it. Okay, yeah. well, I love prosciutto. So it's, I think like, it's like uh, rare prosciutto. Is like,
0: I how okay. I mean, I'll try I it once. If I'm hitting I'm, an Italian meat plate, I'm going for the pepperoni and salami all day. I'll leave the prosciutto for last.
1: That is an interesting move. Todd feel. How do you feel about that, Nick? What are you heading for first on the meat plates? I'm doing one of
2: each. I like that, see? Because okay. I, I just did that the other day. Just one of each. Try up. out. Uh, yeah, I, always, just, I always start with the prosciutto <laughs> because
1: anybody with taste goes for prosciutto first. You got to get it. got to get it before it goes. It's a good shit, brother. Ah, It's all right. Rapid and I, and I love
0: fatty meats. It's just like the, that, that doesn't taste all that great to me.
1: I had a prosciutto and egg sandwich this morning from Milk and Honey. It was delicious. It was a breakfast sandwich with prosciutto. Okay. okay. Sounds it delightful. On it was delightful. Way too expensive, but it was good. It was
0: worth it. Um, I don't know. You got anything else? Come to see me at Sassy's on the 17th in Twinsburg. There you go. Sassy's, Sassy's. the 17th <laughs> in Twinsburg. Tickets, Sassy's, 17th Twinsburg. We're
1: huge in Denver. What do you got coming up, Nick? You run a couple shows out there, don't you? You run a show? I do.
2: I run a show at a brewery called Oasis Brewing. It's called the Nick Ellison Friends Comedy Show. Very nice. Uh, in June, we have Adam Caden Holland uh, from the TV show Those Who Can't. If you've seen it, they have three... Uh, three series or three seasons uh and then i have a couple other big names coming up the next few months so it's a fun time i think last last show we bumped it up to 90 people Damn in the audience nice. next show we're looking for 100 and the fire limit's like 105
1: so All right. yeah that's awesome man we're having fun breweries are great places to throw uh as long as they got the right room for it it's great places to do comedy. yeah yeah it's, um, it's a blast what's your give me your twitter handle too so they can follow you
2: uh, Twitter handle is lsnd 2 Instagram is L S N D E L L I S N D. E L L I S N D. That's me.
1: And if you uh, want to buy any Molly when you get to Denver, he's the man out there. for EDC. That's right. <laughs> dude, thank you for jumping. On. I appreciate yep, it. Thanks, man. man. Yeah, dude, this is fun. Yeah. Next time you come out, we'll uh, we'll try like so we'll try to time up the comedy show to get you out of there on it. Um, I don't. We don't even have a date for June yet, but I'm hoping to have one here lined up shortly. Once again, if you got your tickets for the Akron Arbor Ducks thing. I'm assuming they contacted you if they didn't. I don't know. I don't oh, yeah. Contact you guys are throwing out the first pitch. We're not, no, we're not. We're no? Not yeah, you whole, guys. The whole thing happened with that. Yeah, Ooh, so, um,
2: you guys are, got bumped from starters to relievers, huh? <laughs> yeah,
1: well, yeah. I think that is it. It's kind of technically what happened. I
0: think we got DFA. Yeah. <laughs>
1: we, uh, we'll, we'll, talk, we'll tell you after the podcast here. Um, do we have anything? Yeah. Oh, June 11th. Guardians pregame party at Thirsty Parrot starts at 11. Get your tickets. Just buy standing your only tickets now. And then come hang out with us. We had a fucking blast last Yeah, a lot time. of fun. And uh, it's it's going to be you know it's nice weather now. So yeah, we're we in it, baby.
0: We yeah, to win it. Bringing the beer, bats.
1: Fuck yeah! Uh, I don't know anything else. got anything else? No, that's it. All right. Nope. Talk to you guys later. Thank you.